Chart Chat is a member of the Tiege.fm network from WTJU Radio. Find out more at Tiege.fm. That's T-E-E-J dot F-M. Hello, everybody. It's Monday, October 28th, 2019. I'm Tanner Green, and you're listening to Chart Chat, your weekly guide to the past week of pop singles hitting the US and UK charts. We are back, or at least the show is. Had to take a week off, and Caitlin is out for the weekend. She's got some conflicting plans that sound like they'll be pretty fun, but I'll let her talk about those when she gets back. And that's about it in terms of housekeeping. Let's get right into these chart entries for the week on the US side of things. We start at number 100. We've got the first of many Young Boy Never Broke Again tracks from his new number one album, Al Young Boy 2. That song's called Rich as Hell. Got a couple more from him at number 79 and number 73. You've got Time I'm On and In Control. Moneybag Yo and Megan The Stallion debut at number 70 with their song All Dat. Back to Young Boy NBA at number 66 with his song Hot Now. Sam Hunt is back with his first new music in a while. That debuts at number 64 and that song is called Kinfolks. Three more Young Boy NBA songs. Number 62, 57, and 44, you've got Carter Son, Make No Sense, and Lonely Child. And then the highest entry of the week, cracking the top 20. At number 17, you've got Harry Styles with his song Lights Up. And that is actually where we begin, because it is time for a One Direction solo career roundup. Because in these past couple months, we've seen kind of an uptick in activity from a lot of them. That sort of started on the Hot 100, at least, in earnest last week, where you had Niall Horan. Last week, uh, the Horns' new single, Nice to Meet You, debuted at number 83, and while it fell off the chart this week, I still want to play a clip of it because it's really bizarre. Uh, so if you think back to Horns' 2017 hit, Slow Hands, remember that, what it sounds like. See how it compares to this new song of his, Here's Nice to Meet You. So important songwriting note, both Slow Hands and this new song, Nice to Meet You, were actually co-written with songwriter Ruth Ann Cunningham, but the stylistic references feel miles apart. Slow Hands goes for, you know, sort of singer-songwriter aesthetic, maybe a little Shawn Mendes reminiscent. And then Nice to Meet You comes out, and it sounds like maybe Moby, maybe Fatboy Slim. Horan and songwriting partner Cunningham are harking back to these big beat rhythms of the 1990s in a really explicit way. The piano is playing a very traditional house rhythm. Got a really prominent breakbeat. 
And for a bit of comparison, in case listeners aren't familiar with some of these artists or sounds of the 90s, we're going to go back to 1999 and listen to one of Moby's most famous tracks, Natural Blues. So I don't think that Nice to Meet You really has all that much going for it, uh, besides that brief sort of jolt of nostalgia. And I'm still kind of scratching my head from Horn's stylistic shift here. Uh, to be fair, the follow-up singles that came out after Slow Hands were not nearly as successful, particularly in the U.S., so maybe this is sort of a shift in focus to kind of uh, put some money down on a bet that 90s nostalgia is going to be a bigger concern in the coming years. And it wouldn't be terribly surprising. You've got other pop artists that are making similar sorts of bets. I'm thinking in particular of Charlie XCX and Troy Sivan's song 1999, very explicitly harkening back to that decade, sort of turn of the millennium. But we're going to move on. Before we double back to Harry Styles, we're going to check in with some of the other One Direction solo careers. You've got Liam Payne, who is continuing to work closer to hip-hop, and the results are kind of as middling as ever. He last hit the top 10 in the U.S. in 2017, which feels like forever ago. And that, that song was stripped that down. It was with Quavo. It wasn't terribly very good. And Payne's new song is called Stack It Up and came out in September. Missed the Hot 100 altogether, despite the inclusion of another hip-hop luminary, this time with a boogie with the hoodie. So if you want to stack it up, man, you gotta work for it. Listening to that melody, you might be struck by the fact that that sounds a lot like an Ed Sheeran melody, and in fact, Ed Sheeran did actually help to write the song. But that didn't even help the song's prospects in the UK, because over there, Stack It Up only peaked at number 84 on the singles chart, fell off the chart, but then came back this past week at number 98, but still pretty rocky, and so Payne's viability as a solo artist has never seemed dicier. The same certainly goes for Zane as well, who's had a particularly rocky and kind of sporadic output these past few years. Most notably, he had a 27-track album called Icarus Falls that only managed to hit number 61 in the U.S. and managed an even shakier number 77 in the U.K. And since that album sort of came and went, Zane has mostly kept quiet. He's just had a few appearances on other artist tracks. The most notable of these is a remix of Shade's sort of continually surging hit song Trampoline. As of this recording, Trampoline is just outside the top 20 on the Hot 100 with seemingly little need for Zane's appearance because... The remix only came out last month, and Trampoline had been building steam well before that. But here's what Zane sounds like on, once again, a remix of Shade's Trampoline. I've been having dreams Splashing in a summer stream Tripping, I fall in I wanted it to happen My body turns to ice Paradise. Paradise. Charlie Black of Gold. Lying in the 
Moving on down the line, Louis Tomlinson has released a handful of singles this year in advance of his debut album, Walls. That's slated for release next January. And it's kind of interesting to note, uh, judging by the singles at least, Tomlinson is kind of moving into the stylistic lane that Horn is moving out of. You've got a lot of acoustic guitars, you've got an emphasis on sort of lyrical vulnerability, and in the case of his latest single called We Made It, you've got some major Oasis undertones. Cause we made it, underestimated, and always underrated, now we're saying goodbye, waving to the hard times, yeah it's gonna be alright like the first time, met you at your doorstep, remember how it tasted, looking into your eyes, baby you were still high, never coming down with your hand in mine. And finally, we're going to focus back in on this most recent chart week where Harry Styles enters the top 20 at number 17 with Lights Up. That's the first single off his upcoming sophomore album. And when Styles released this track, he sparked a whole bunch of speculation, particularly with the video. For one, he released the song on National Coming Out Day, and the video shows Styles all shirtless and sort of dancing, I guess, or rubbing up against a lot of sweaty men and women. So people online started stroking their chins, clamoring at the keyboards, wondering if this was Styles' way of coming out as bisexual, or there was the backlash, accusing him of, of sort of queerbaiting. The buzz is, is unending and will continue. But instead of focusing on that, I want to focus on what makes Lights Up both reminiscent of and also quite different from a lot of pop songs in recent memory. So let's take a listen. This is secretly, or maybe not so secretly, a fairly unconventional song, particularly its structure and the way the arrangement breaks some of the typical rules of pop. Depending on your perspective, the section that starts with, all the lights good and put out the dark, that could be a pre-chorus or a chorus. Genius thinks it's a chorus, I lean towards thinking of it as a pre-chorus. If it's a pre-chorus, then that makes the following shine section the chorus. And thus, Lights Up not only lacks a bridge, but actually ends with the pre-chorus. The do you know who you are, know who you are. But if that section is the chorus, then the shine section is, in fact, a bridge. But 
it doesn't function like a typical bridge. Usually when you think of a bridge in a pop song, bridges are these really notable points of contrast that oftentimes, not always, but often are fairly self-contained. They introduce a new melody or a new sound. And most of the time, or at least a majority of the time, that new twist doesn't carry over completely once you return to a verse or a chorus. But in Lights Up, the backing choir and all the additional instruments do the exact opposite and actually just keep going. They spill over into the next verse. So the boundaries between that bridge, we'll call it, and the next verse is a lot more porous than usual. And then you've got all this momentum, you've got this sort of critical mass of instrumentation. You'd expect that to carry through into another chorus after that second verse, but instead the song strips it all back and ends with a kind of relative whisper, do you know who you are? Which is also, of course, the lyrical heart of the song. It's fascinating. I find it really compelling, interesting. And so if that's what makes Lights Up kind of unique, what is it that makes it similar to a song that we may have actually talked about on this very podcast? To answer that question, we're going to listen first to a short clip of Lights Up once more. Pay attention in particular to the melody on the words, put out the dark and know who you are. Hear how that one note kind of sticks out a bit on dark and R? Does it remind you of anything? Before we get to that, Lights Up is in the key of B-flat minor, and the reason that that note on dark and R catches your ear is because it takes the third note in that scale, a D-flat, and raises it a half step to a D-natural. Okay, let's listen to another track that uses that exact same harmonic trick. That's right, Mark Ronson and Camila Cabello find you again. A while back, Caitlin actually raised this exact point in her review of the song. And wouldn't you know it, the song, Find You Again, is in C minor, and also raises the third note in the scale just a half step from an E flat to an E natural. You've got the same harmonic little twist in both of these songs, and it's refreshing, and in the case of Harry Styles, I think it's one of many details, including the structure, etc., etc., that makes lights up such a breath of fresh air. And so taking a couple steps back and comparing Harry Styles to the other careers of former One Direction members, he seems to be the one that clearly has both the most potential for sustained commercial success and is also the one who's far and away making the most interesting music, which is kind of reassuring and also gets me pretty excited for whatever he's going to do on his next album whenever that descends from the sky. So stay tuned for that. And in the meantime, thanks so much for listening to Chart Chat. Look forward to Caitlin's return next week. If you have any questions, feedback, or corrections, feel free to get in touch with us. You can email us at chartchatcast at gmail.com, or you can follow us on social media, or you can do both, really. But you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at chartchatcast. Check us out on YouTube. I'm continuing to upload segments from the episodes on there, and that's something that's a little easier to share with people, so feel free to look us up there and send some friends a link if you think they would like the show. Thanks to Coronation Media for our cover art and intro theme. Thanks to Teej.fm for having us on the network. To learn more, visit Teej.fm. That's T-E-E-J.fm. Thanks again for listening to Chart Chat. 
I'm Tanner Green, and we'll catch you next week.